Jason. Nothing. 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 Even keel. Yep. Jason. Just taking it easy. Taking it sleazy. Nah. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> <laughs> Write it down. That those are my last words. Keep it sleazy. <laughs> <laughs> and then I jumped. <laughs> oh god. What about you, Brett? Just getting through it. Getting through this thing called life. <laughs> Dearly beloved. <laughs> You're gathered here today. Ugh. How much of my time is left? How much of your time is left? Is that is that what it is? Don't ask how much... Or what is it? Don't ask how much of your time. Ask how much of your life. Finish the Prince quote. We're gathered here today to get through this thing called life. So when you call up the trink in Beverly Hills... You know the one. Doctor, everything will be all right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about after that? Yeah. Um, it's a really long intro. What is yeah. this again? It's uh, Let's Go Crazy Let's Go by Crazy Prince. by Prince. Uh, Aren't you the music guy? Not a Prince guy. Oh, get out of my fucking house. Sorry. You know, actually, in college... What kind of guy are you? One of my teachers was Prince's engineer for Purple Rain and a bunch of his stuff. And so you just kind of disgrace his memory every time you open up your mouth. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> I don't know if His we... music doesn't speak to me. That's all. Really? Yeah. I don't know if we've made any music references on this show that you've gotten. I guess we're not listening to the same music. It's <laughs> not. Do you listen to music? Oh, yeah. So what's your favorite genre of music? I wouldn't say I have a favorite genre. Mm-hmm. There are good songs and there are bad songs. Yeah. I don't discriminate. By so you genre. just like bad songs. Apparently you do discriminate because <laughs> you said you don't like Prince. <laughs> I can appreciate the artistry, yeah. but it's not something I would listen to in my free time. So you just listen to like Nickelback and Creed? <laughs> No. Hey, Creed will take you higher than you've ever been before. <laughs> I don't know if they ever determined. It. Weren't they always asking if they could? The Jesus Christ take you pose. Higher? Nobody does a Jesus pro- pose like the guy from Creed. <laughs> he was in jail last year, wasn't he? Would well, he get he hit rock bottom a couple times? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was like rolling around drunk on stage or something. I think he was in uh, celebrity rehab mm. for for at least a season. Mm. You know what I've been listening to a lot lately? Have you heard of Tame Impala? Nope. They're good. They like a rock group? It's like a psychedelic rock mm-hmm. kind of thing. Uh, sort of reminiscent of the Flaming Lips. Okay. Uh, but they're really good. Hmm. 
Well, <sighs> mystery solved. <laughs> Check the box. <laughs> Let's move on. All right. Should we do intros? Maybe we should. This is WTM. Watch this movie. I am Eric Mulder. Just wrecking. So he says, wrecked him, damn near killed him. It's wrecked him. That's a good uh, segue from you just wrecking everything <laughs> on your table over there. People don't like Prince. I'm getting pissed off. What the hell? All right. The person speaking is Brett. What's going on? Some people call me Wolfie T. <laughs> I'm kicking a line, homie. Kicking a stupid dog move. Busting it out. Mulder. <laughs> Mulder calls me Wolfie T. Okay. From Sometimes. Your term of endearment. <laughs> Sometimes. It's a long standing nickname. The third voice okay. you hear is Jason Neeling. How are you, sir? I am fine, thank you. Jason's a legend, Jimmy. A legend. That's how that works. <laughs> Every time. Get it. Yeah. Almost heard it wanting to start again, but yeah. it restrained itself. <laughs> uh, today's episode, we're just going to do a little recently seen. So uh, let's do a little shorter one today. Let's pick our two best that we saw recently. How am I going to pare down this list of 18? <laughs> you were telling me last week that you haven't been watching movies lately. Yeah, no, I got two. Okay. Do you, are they your two best? They're the only two. <laughs> but they're well, pretty good ones. Why don't you start today? Okay. Hold on. <laughs> what did you see, Clarice? What did you see? I watched... This is probably the first movie I've talked about that came out before the year 2000. The Truman Show, mm. 1998. Never seen it before, huh? No, I'd seen it, just not in a long time. And uh, okay, I guess I'll let it slide. But. Yeah, actually watched it on a flight because uh, it's pretty cool that Netflix lets you like download movies mm-hmm. to your device now, and you can watch them offline. Yep. So I was just kind of flipping through Netflix looking for something to watch. I was like, oh, I haven't seen Truman Show for a long time. Yeah, you can't steal when you're in an airplane. It's very hard, exactly. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's that's the only downside to flying is it makes piracy pretty hard. But so Truman Show, we got Jim Carrey, of course, Laura Linney, Noah Emmerich, Natasha Mikkel, McKellen, McKell, something, Holland Taylor, Ryan Delate, other people. Directed by Peter Weir, written by Andrew Nichol. Short little synopsis here is an insurance salesman slash adjuster discovers his entire life is actually a television show. That Spoilers. Is, yeah, that's that's what happens. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, watching it, you find out pretty quick that it's a TV show. It's kind of yeah, but you don't know if he's gonna figure that out. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, he starts figuring it out. It would be pretty disappointing if he's seeing all this weird stuff happen and then he's like, you know. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Besides the fact the movie's 20 years old, he also, I mean, I think in the trailer, it even alludes to the fact that, yeah, he figures it out. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully everyone has seen this because it's a great movie. I don't know. I th- the first time I saw it was probably not long after it came out originally. And at the time, you know, as a kid, it's just, you don't, you don't think as deeply about this kind of stuff, I guess, maybe. Mm-hmm. But this time... 
it really hit me just how totally fucked up that would be for that situation to happen in real life like where every i mean everyone around him is fake every major event every minor event that happens in his life is orchestrated mm-hmm. like nothing nothing is real he's being manipulated by everyone he's living in the world that all of these conspiracy theorists think they're living in you know except it's even more i don't know sinister it hits me as sinister mm-hmm. i think they have that show it's called teen mom mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay well there's an interesting so we got reality tv in the real world or but Big brother it's not i mean it's not nearly as real as the Truman Show, even though everything in the Truman Show is orchestrated. Mm-hmm. At least his reactions are real. But from what I know about current reality TV, it like very, very little of it is actually real. Even people's reactions, you know, they have them react to things over and over again and film it and pick the best one. What? Yeah. What? It happens. Did you know about this? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> the first I'm finding out. <laughs> Truman Show's great. I'd say it's one of Jim Carrey's best movies. Mm-hmm. Um, what what are the b- good ratings? <laughs> <laughs> so, like the standard seal of approval is eventually. Um, mm-hmm. Then the next one up is Soonish, and then ASAP. I think mm-hmm. I have it currently at a Soonish. Yeah. I mean, I haven't watched it recently, but I can't think of you know many flaws that film has. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, pretty I- strong all around. It's. Yeah. You know, pretty great performances, direction, story, everything. So yeah, yeah, it's great. Do you I'd agree and say soonish then? Definitely. Okay. Yes. Is <laughs> 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 like you're gonna say something more? I in was, depth. I was, and then it it slipped my mind. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, let me stall for time for a second. It's a great movie. Um. That's all it's it's an original story. That's what I'm always looking for. You know, I don't like movies that are just making the same story over and over again. I know I've mentioned before the whole superhero thing, like all the superhero movies feel the same to me. But Truman Show was really an original idea, an original story. I mean, I'm sure it's been done in multiple media since 1998. But at the time, that was a pretty new idea. And I think they executed it perfectly. I think Ed TV came out mm. first, though. So. I, I just checked because I was wondering. Ed TV came out in '99, so one year. Oh, it came out after. Okay, that's right. But, but he signed up for it. Yeah, yeah, he signed up, so it was a little different. But it was almost like a dueling. Like the '90s had that yeah, crazy there, thing where there'd always be two of everything, like you know, Volcano and Dante's <laughs> Peak, yeah. and Armageddon and Deep Impact. Yeah, there was Truman Show and Ed TV. I feel like there was at least one or two other reality show type movies that came out in the late 90s holy fuck ed tv's budget was 80 million dollars <laughs> god because like reality show didn't really take off till like survivor came around mm-hmm. like they had the real world on, was on for a while but like on mainstream like network tv mm-hmm. like the cbs nbc abc type stuff it wasn't until like survivor that they started just like making dozens and dozens of them yeah i think it's a shame that reality tv isn't actually what reality tv should be like it's not at all like i said real it's not real you know there are actually websites where people 
volunteer to put cameras in their home and you can just tune in and watch them. Basically, is the Truman Show. Hmm. And I mean, I guess I can see why they're not what putting are these that websites? on. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think you <laughs> don't can remember. get on those at Google work. It. But uh, they, there can't be cameras in every room. Turn your safe search you, you, off. Yeah, you watching people shower? Or what's going on here? Well, they don't have them in the home? bathroom. I don't know if they have them in the bedroom. I think that but movie the kitchen, was, living room. They made a movie about that. It's called Girl House. It's not a porno, but it's about a house where they do that stuff. Yeah. Hmm. I can see why they don't put it on network TV, though, because it is not that exciting. Like, I <laughs> I was just curious, and I checked one of these out, and this girl's just sitting on her couch for, like, 20 minutes, barely moved. I think Big Brother does that. They have a... Uh... On, uh, like pot, a 24 hour on pot, yeah camera. i think they do it 24 hours and you can watch it online and then on uh some cable network i think uh pop tv shows it they do like a four hour block like overnight or late night mm-hmm. where they just show the house yeah. and that's it i don't know who watches it but yeah. it's kind of cool all right who's next i am i saw from 2018, big hit in the theaters right now, A Quiet Place. Oh, no. I'm going to see that on Saturday. Oh, no. Don't, don't <laughs> spoil anything. Maybe yeah, I for just... the first time, I'm going to spoil a movie during this segment. <laughs> are, you, are you telling them to stay quiet? <laughs> so. Maybe I should leave the room. Yeah, maybe. No. I'm only giving general information like I always do. Of course, you don't like any. Well, I'm not going to show yeah, a trailer to you. All right. So, you know, nothing's wrong with that. Okay. Um, I don't want to know who's in it either, or what genre of movie it is. <laughs> well, I mean, I already know it's it came out in 2018, so that's plenty. It was directed by John Krasinski, Jim Halpert of The oh, Office. I didn't know he directed it. Yep. This is his directorial debut. Mm-hmm. Also stars John Krasinski and his wife, Emily Blunt, um, real life wife. I didn't know she was in it. Yep. Spoiler. I didn't know they were married. Mm-hmm. That's news to me. You want to double check that? I'm about ninety nine percent sure, but we'll just sounds right to me for safety's sake. Something to occupy your mind, so you're not worried that it's getting spoiled for you. How about yeah, that? Perfect. Produce, Jason. Produce. <laughs> <laughs> also starring uh, the kids are played by uh, Millicent Simmons they and are, no. They, what they are, they are married? Okay, according to IMDb. All right. Yep. Um, Noah Jupe plays the son. There's also a Cade Woodward, Leon Rassome. That's about it. Storyline. A family is forced to live in silence while hiding from creatures that hunt by sound. So, um, this is kind of a critical darling. Uh, big hit with audiences. It's kind of unique in the fact that it's somewhat a post-apocalyptic type story of creatures hunting people by sound. So, pretty much anything over a whisper you're getting hunted down and slaughtered by these creatures. So yeah, it's kind of a high concept movie, I guess you can call it. And if I went into detail, that would get into spoiler territory. But um, just say that it was, I'm very impressed with uh, John Krasinski for his directorial debut. Um, the performances are great in here. The kids are great. Um, the monsters, you know, obviously they're CGI, but I think they do a good job with it. Um, it helps that, I mean, it's not the best looking CGI I've ever seen, but the way it interacts with the real life elements, I thought were very, I thought was very well done. So 
I guess no complaints there. The action's good. There's some pretty cool camera shots you see in the trailer. There's some pretty interesting shots. Good tension and uh, good pace, even with you know a movie with little dialogue. A lot of sign language is used, but not. What are you shaking your head for over there? Spoilers. I don't want to see not, it anymore. It's not a fucking Too much. spoiler. <laughs> God, you need to sack up a little bit. Oh, man. <laughs> Did you hear the last episode where you talked on and on about that movie? <laughs> That Japanese movie? Yeah, but if I hadn't seen that movie <laughs> and I wanted to see it, I would turn off the podcast right then. So you're telling <laughs> so, us. So you're saying that we should tell our listeners to stop listening? Yeah. I'm kidding. I'm still going <laughs> to see the movie. But that's weird that you, you're you saying that you yourself over-explained a movie last episode. Hey, after... And you would be upset if you heard as much. <laughs> After we stopped recording, I was talking about how I, I know that I went too far. I said too much. Well, it won't happen again. <laughs> I don't know about that, but I don't know. So you're saying, be fine. So you're saying right now you're a captive audience <laughs> and you don't have the opportunity <laughs> to skip ahead 15 seconds like three times until he's done? Exactly. Every once in a while, there's people that still can't. The other stories I've like listened to other podcasts and they'll talk about. We have this one listener that keeps on emailing and <laughs> complaining that they're always like riding a bike or something like that, and they can't. My hands are occupied. My hands are occupied. They can't hit the skip, and stuff gets spoiled for them. But yeah. I don't know. We didn't get into spoilers, but yeah, I would uh, give it. I would rate it. Uh, it's in between for me right now, but because of the lack of flaws. I pretty I gotta go soonish on this. Wow. So WTM watch this movie soonish. Wow. So that's pretty much like the four out of five category right there. Mm, interesting. Even this though is, we don't go by numbers or stars. This is but solid. It helps people understand it a little more. Well, this is definitely a horror movie, right? Like it's clearly horror. Yeah. You say a thriller, horror thriller. It's PG thirteen. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize mm-hmm. that. Are there any other horror movies that you've rated as soonish? Because, I mean, most horror movies, yeah. in my opinion, just are not very good. No. Yeah. Like, for there to be a really amazing horror movie, that really is a big deal. Yeah, we have other yeah. movies that we rated soonish. We like horror movies on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. We get ready for two months of them <laughs> this <I> mean, fall. <laughs> cool. I mean, I like horror movies, but... A lot you of just them. said you don't like horror movies. <laughs> I did not say that. I said there are a lot of bad horror movies because it seems yeah. like every amateur filmmaker is like, I, I think I'm going to try a movie. Mm-hmm. A lot of times it seems like they make a horror movie and it's just really low effort and not very good. I'm not saying there aren't great horror movies out there. Mm. I thought It Follows is one of the better movies I've seen in the last like five years. I think I have that rated as a soonish, I believe. It's pretty good. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Also, Bab- Babadook there, although Brett doesn't like Babadook. I don't like Babadook the either. Babadook yeah. was just awful. That fucking kid, man. <laughs> when he got thrown against the wall, though. <laughs> that was the best part. Yeah. Um, I think The Shining we have rated as an ASAP. Mm-hmm. So there's maybe a couple horror movies that we have as ASAP. But yeah. You are you are correct. Few and far in between. Yeah. I'm excited to see it now. So, a quiet place. Watch this movie soonish. What about you, Brett? What All have right. you been ripping lately? I got Psycho 2. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> From 1983. 
directed by Richard Franklin, written by Tom Holland, starring Anthony Perkins, Vera Miles, Meg Tilly, Robert Loja, <laughs> Dennis Franz, uh, Hugh Gillen, Claudia Breyer. Uh, after 22 years of psychiatric care, Norman Bates attempts to return to a life of solitude, but the specters of his crimes and his mother continue to haunt him. This was surprisingly good. So he returns, so he goes back to the motel, and he's still haunted by his mother, who he was already haunted by in the first one because she was already dead, right? So it's kind of the same story, it sounds like, right? It's, it's different. Okay. He said he spent 24 years in... 22. 22? So he was in the uh, state-appointed insane asylum for 22 years, mm-hmm. and then they deem him to have... He is now sane and ready to re-enter society. But is he? <laughs> you let me talk about the fucking movie? Aren't you worried about spoilers? <laughs> I'm not going to watch this movie. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's pretty good, I'll tell you. So he back goes back to the house next to the motel, uh, and yes, he starts hearing the mother's voice and seeing notes from the mother, and uh, he's just trying to, you know... You mean talking like his mother and writing notes like his mother? <laughs> no spoilers. <laughs> no spoilers. I didn't say that. I said he's he's hearing the voices. Purely speculation. <laughs> But anyways, it's uh, it's pretty fun. He gets a job at a local diner at a uh, as a like a helper to the cook, and uh, while he was locked up, Dennis Franz is the managing the motel, and uh, he he's not running a family motel anymore. It's uh, it's a little bit uh, different. So they kind of butt heads on that issue, and Dennis Franz is over the top, like he he's just constantly yelling at norman bates and he calls him a psycho about 15 times (laughs) (laughs) and then uh, robert loja is norman's court-appointed psychiatrist which is pretty sweet because it's robert loja and who doesn't love robert loja you know jason sure you know how to spell it yeah (laughs) r is in robert loja oh is it oh my god it's robert loja (laughs) I wish I had that Family Guy bit to play. (laughs) But we can't play TV clips here. Yeah. It's too bad. So anyways, you know, Norman's trying to get back normal life, you know, get, you know. So wait, Norman's family, does they still own the motel? Yeah, he still owns the motel. Okay, okay. And then, uh, I don't want to get into it too deeply, but he ends up uh, inviting this girl that works at the diner to stay at his place because her boyfriend kicked her out. She had nowhere to go and... Uh, so it kind of goes from there, but they need a damsel in distress somehow for this horror movie to work. Sure, yeah, but yeah, it was uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, it's uh, it's quite a bit different than the Hitchcock version, although it starts with the shower scene from the Hitchcock uh, hmm. original Psycho. That's weird, and then they get into Norman getting out of the institution. But is it the same set, same house? Yeah, hotel? yeah, it is. Hmm. And Anthony Perkins is back as Norman Bates. So, you know, there's a lot of continuity there. Um, yeah, that uh studio, I think in Universal, right? They don't uh they don't take down that I'm set. Not sure. 
They've used it, I think, for a couple of other things, but... Apparently there's been four psychos. Yeah. Hmm. And I'm bound to watch the other two. Um, but in one of the lots, I think it's pretty much always set up. Because I know you can tour it sometimes. Certain times. I don't know if it's like certain time frames every year or like every few years. They're like, come on back and check it out. But yeah. hmm. anyway. they used to have like regular tours of it. So anyways, it's it's pretty suspenseful. Dennis Franz is hilarious. I don't know if he's supposed to be, but he's funny. There's a Chicago accent <laughs> just filling up every frame. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's the only movie. I think it's the only time I've ever seen him not play a cop. But uh, I wish Dennis Farina was in there, too, and they were <laughs> just worked the motel together. <laughs> Two Dennises. <laughs> that would be great. Uh, so I'd say eventually on this one, I, even okay. if, if you like the first one, uh, I don't know how much you like this one. If you're, you know, I don't know how to describe it. Temper a, your expectations. A, a purist. If you're like a purist or, you know, a Hitchcock super fan, you might not appreciate it as much. But if you like good 80s horror suspense movies, this is a good movie. It's a lot of fun. All WTM right. eventually. Psycho 2. All right. Maybe I'll see it eventually then. Sure. All right, Jason. What's your other recently seen film my other movie is from 2009 called Coraline hmm. I saw this one in theaters and haven't seen it since then until recently so that was fun so IMDb puts it in the animation family fantasy categories which I guess wouldn't be accurate so rated PG cast is Dakota Fanning as Coraline the main character Terry Hatcher as her mom, uh, Jennifer Saunders, Don French, Keith David, John Hodgman, Robert Bailey Jr., Ian McShane. Ian McShane was really good in that. An adventurous 11-year-old girl finds another world that is a strangely idealized version of her frustrating home, but it has sinister secrets. So like, this is more or less a family movie, but it's also kind of a horror movie in a way mm-hmm. um i was reading actually about the guy that wrote the book that this movie was based on and he kind of specializes in horror for kids and that makes for a really interesting movie because it starts out and you're like okay this is oh it's a uh, stop motion animation by the way so at first you're thinking okay family movie this girl moves into a house with her parents a new place kind of in the country like, okay, you know, you kind of have an expectation just based on other family animated movies. But this movie does a really good job of keeping just a really kind of unsettling, creepy vibe through the whole thing. So as it says, she finds another world that is a strangely idealized version of her frustrating home. So at the beginning, she's like, you know, kind of battling with her parents. She's not really happy about the new house. And then she gets into this world where everything is perfect. Like everything is exactly how she wants it to be. But at the same time, like something is off. Something's not quite right. And as the viewer, like you get, you really get that sense that like, why, why is, why does it feel like something bad is going to happen, even though all this good stuff is happening? And that lasts through the whole movie. I think they did a really good job keeping that up. And, um, just the technical aspect of, I mean, it's like an hour, 40 minutes long, I think. 
stop motion animation. That's incredible. I mean, how long did you say? I think it's an hour and 40 minutes. Um, and then I wanted to read some some of the trivia in here because there's some amazing stuff. We talked about um, like how long it took to make. So to construct one puppet of Coraline, the main character, 10 individuals had to work for three to four months just to make a single puppet. This was the first stop-motion animated feature to be shot entirely in 3D. Uh, one hour, 40 minutes long. This was the longest stop-motion film at the time until Kubo and the Two Strings was made by the same studio in 2016. The shoot for this movie lasted over 18 months following two years of pre-production. I can for, believe it. For the character of Coraline, there were 28 different puppets. So each of those took three to four months to make, 10 people working on them. Uh, they were all varying sizes. The main Coraline puppet stands nine and a half inches high. Now, just to think about the amount of work that went into this movie, it's mind-blowing. Especially, I mean, watching the movie and just, it, like, visually, it's really, it's pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I heard that on the DVD there's, like, a long uh, kind of behind-the-scenes, the making-of sort of thing that uh, I heard is pretty cool. I haven't seen it, but... That'll be fun because yeah. it's amazing. Something similar in theaters right now is Isle of Dogs. Yeah, Wes Anderson's true. second stop motion animated feature. Yeah, I want to see that. Oh, so my rating, I'd give it an eventually. All right. It's uh, an original story. It's oh, it's just a fun family movie, but I like that it's kind of creepy when most family movies are more like uplifting. Uh, heartwarming kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I like it. This was kind of a twist on that idea. Well, I am going to bring it home with a movie from 2017, although it just kind of came out in theaters in the U.S. Uh, a week or two ago. It's called You Were Never Really Here, directed by Lynn Ramsey, starring Joaquin Phoenix, Judith Roberts, uh, Ekaterina Simon, Simonisov, so, no, Samsonov. You ever have that? Damn. Word you can't get? Samsonov, something like that. Uh, John Doman, Dante uh, Pereira Olson, that's about it. Frank Pando, there's other people. Storyline. A traumatized veteran, unafraid of violence, tracks down missing girls for a living. When a job spins out of control, Joe's nightmares overtake him as a conspiracy is uncovered, leading to what may be his death trip or his awakening. Awakening. That's kind of weird. Maybe his death trip? Doesn't really make sense. Either way. um, So, this film premiered at Cannes last year. It's about a year ago. And Joaquin Phoenix won Best Actor there for this. And this film also won uh, Best Screenplay. So it's kind of a heavy hitter uh, after Cannes. So yeah, Joaquin Phoenix is in... How do I put it? He's Joaquin Phoenixing the shit out of this. Um, He's got a big beard. Uh, He looks kind of like he did for... uh, I'm Still Not Here. That's the name of that movie, right? With uh, Casey Affleck directed. Something the, like, something the, like the that. fake mockumentary, kind of, yeah, thing. mockumentary about him going nuts and rapping. But um, yeah, this is obviously is not filmed like a documentary. It's just a straight up 
you know, film, regular movie. Uh, and yes, he plays someone who looks for missing children, uh, specifically young girls, you know, maybe who have been um, trapped in sex trafficking, whatnot. He's not uh, afraid to dole out some punishment to the perpetrators of these, you know, terrible crimes. It's just a, it's a movie that it kind of defies expectations. Like whatever you think it's going to be, it's not that. That's about all I'll say about it. Um, I did like it. It was very well done. Um, Is it a drama, would you say? Yeah, drama, thriller. Okay. Somewhat action, but it's also it's a short movie. It's it's I think it's under an hour and a half, just barely. Right around there. So it is a short watch, but it does kind of whatever expect expectations you have after maybe reading the synopsis and people involved and the accolades you're probably thinking it's going to be one thing and it turns out to be not that not to say that it's bad or good just that be ready for it to kind of defy your expectations i would say uh watch this movie eventually um it's very like i said technically sound um it's very this one could move up the rankings a little bit it would definitely benefit from a, a second viewing. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix is incredible again. Not kind of knocks it out of the park. Uh, great performance. Um, so yeah, look out for this one. I would uh, I would watch it eventually. Well, I think that'll do it. Except for Brett has one more. I always skip me when I'm last. I don't. <laughs> All right, we're gonna go off in a bang here. With a, is that how it goes? Go off with a bang. A literal or figurative bang? Uh, my movie's from uh, 1975. Bug <laughs> is what it's called. It's called Bug. I don't think I can pronounce the du- director's name. It's Jano Shuzuark. Uh, can you spell it for us? Uh, first name J E A N N O T. Last name S Z W A R C. Country of origin? French. <laughs> says he's French. There's no pronunciation <laughs> right on IMDb. I, I checked. Uh, starring Bradford Dillman, Joanna Miles, Robert Gillian, Gilliland, Jamie Smith Jackson, Alan Fudge, Jesse Vint, Patty McCormick. Uh, an earthquake releases a strain of mutant cockroaches with the ability to start fires, which proceed to cause destruction. Oh, to cause destructive chaos in a small town. Wait, destructive chaos and fires? Well, the the fires result in destructive chaos. So, are we talking like fire-breathing cockroaches? How do they make fire? You'll have to watch the movie to find out. <laughs> I can't wait that long. I need to know. <laughs> are these things like spitting out fire or are they like grabbing two sticks and rubbing them together? I don't, it sounds I'm to me like they're it. thinking about fire and making it happen. I'm they're not, telekinetic yeah. or pyrokin, right? Pyrokinetic? Telepyro? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a movie about cockroaches that start fires and it's from the 70s and it's pretty fucking sweet. Uh, pretty good special effects in this for for a mid nineteen seventies low budget horror movie, hmm. and then the second half of the movie 
is uh not I don't want to spoil it too much, but it gets kind of uh intense uh in the second half, a little more uh uh sus- I don't know how to describe it. The suspenseful maybe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But it uh the tone shifts a little bit in the second half and it 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 gets a little more uh I don't know what words to use. Kicks in the overdrive. <laughs> Not really. It's it's a tone shift. Like, the first half of the movie is more, you know, bugs are causing fires and shit. And then the second half is this, uh, uh, the scientist kind of locks himself in a cabin and starts doing experiments with them and tries to breed them with regular cockroaches. Are these cockroach-sized cockroaches? You're going to have to watch the movie. <laughs> I'm just trying to picture this in my head because... The amount that I want to see this movie really depends on the size and fire-making abilities of these cockroaches. <laughs> they're they're bigger than regular cockroaches, but I'll, not human-sized. No. Okay. No. So they they can move around undetected, uh, but the the fire is really the selling point here. You're gonna want to see it for that. Mm. Uh, so fire, fire. It's a uh, it's a lot of fun. Probably not the most technically sound movie. Acting isn't <laughs> spectacular, but it it'll get you through it. Uh, I'm gonna give Bug from 1975, and eventually, ooh, not eventually. to be confused with the 2006 Bug. Mm-hmm. It's a totally different movie. Yep, sounds cool. Check it out. All right, S- successful one today. Uh, anything else you guys want to add quick before I shut it all down? What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, just the episode. Okay. No. I thought you were going to... Sh- okay. No, I got nothing. All right. That's going to do it for us here at WTM. You can email us at watchthismovie at yahoo.com. Check out our website at wtmwatchthismovie.com. Follow us on Twitter at watch this underscore movie. And please rate, review, subscribe on iTunes and Stitcher. Other than that, we'll check you later. Guess we'll see you around. All right, check you later. Bye. Wait, man, why are you always such a dork, man? What are you talking about? Check you later. Check you later. (laughs) Hey, man, you're off my case.